0: This is Radio Free Pro Wrestling, the home of smart and stunning wrestling takes.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of Radio Free Professional Wrestling. It is Sean, and this is an extra special episode because the Churchill Cup is back, the reigning champion, Randy, you may know him from Sunday Night Main Event show, like AEW. WTF, we love to become a friend and a co-host of Radio Free Professional Wrestling. I'm also joined by Jake from the Windy City and David the Smart Mart. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good morning, everybody.
2: You're about to
3: witness history being made today
2: on on this edition of Radio Free Pro Wrestling. It's gonna be very exciting.
3: Afternoon, everybody, for the UK. I'm looking at my computer screen, and I feel like the ultimate jobber. Randy, bloody good to have you on the show, sir.
0: Hey, guys. Thank you for having me on. Yes, it is me, Randy. And I love radio-free professional wrestling. And it looks like I'll be going up against the Windy City Wizard today as your Churchill Cup champion. And it's been a long time, Sean. It's been a long time I've been this champ. Well, let's just
1: say that your legal department and my legal department have been going head-to-head for the last couple of months to bring you back on the show, but I am happy to have you on here today to do this. Okay, gentlemen, before we get the show going on proper, last week we left you off with a link to a fundraiser for the Daughters of the Jake Bristow. I want to do a quick update. Jaylee, who was the oldest of the Bristow Daughters, she wasn't able to move anything below her waist the last time we left you. Fortunately, she's been able to get some more feeling below around her knee area. She has feeling down to her foot, but she can't move her feet yet. Hopefully, as this week goes along, more physical therapy, she should be getting on a long road to recovery. His youngest daughter had her feeding tube removed over the weekend, and she was able to eat whatever she wanted on Sunday. So, everything is looking better and brighter as it could possibly be at this moment. And we'll be linking the fundraiser in this show notes. And also, AEW and ProCT has come out with a T-shirt. All the money for that T-shirt is going to go to the family, and you'll find a link in that and the show notes as well.
2: Yeah, and guys, they're still facing through a lot of challenges. Uh, the family is and and if you can please give as much as you can to this family because because they have suffered enough and yeah just please give to their to their donation that is put by that is placed up by their good friend gives and go.com and as we're talking right now as we're recording this they have reached they have exceeded their goal of two hundred thousand dollars and it's now three hundred thirteen thousand dollars which is amazing and just uh just a well good sign of encouragement
0: so i yeah encourage everyone to give as much as they can to the pew family fortunately what happened with the with the kids especially i know there's been a lot of attention to jay which it definitely should be but with the kids and uh, what they're gonna have to go through and the struggles and coming up it definitely should help them hearing all the good news with them getting a little better and then coming around is still going to be a long journey for them but yeah just like sean and jake said let's give as much buy two shirts can. Buy two shirts and uh, let's make sure these kids are doing good.
1: Okay, so the gentleman who started the fundraiser for the Bristol Daughters is also started a second donation site for the other family who has two small kids. They lost their mom in this wreck and they are being taken care of by their grandmother. I will also link that donation site into the show notes. Please donate to both. Absolutely. Gentlemen, no easy transition here. Let's slide over to our latest episode of RPW in depth as we look back on Monday Night Raw, the 30th anniversary episode.
3: This is RFPW in depth. Sean and David take a deeper look at a wrestling promotion or wrestler that you should check out.
1: Gentlemen, Raw is 30 years old. Can you believe this? oh man it is
2: came even before i was born i mean <laughs> talk about crazy right there talk about no need for that right there. So <laughs> no hey hey man just just bragging just being braggadacious right here so
1: it's
0: <laughs> yeah, been a long long time Roz, ross turned 30 watched every every year of it because i'm old jake but yeah it is good to see the 30 years and the overviews that they did on it many highlights over those 30 years that step out to me mostly it was scenarios matches were yeah there were some matches that stood out but it's just mostly scenarios and stories that really popped me over the last 30 years so but yeah definitely good episodes 30 years congratulations wwe yep
2: all the great moments especially this is your life the red hearts trashing america during his heel turn yeah obviously obviously the we can't we can't talk about raw moments and not talk about the edge Leah sex celebration
0: (laughs) how can you forget that Exactly, the beer truck, the milk truck, everything else like that. Yes, definitely.
1: Or Shane Man showing up on money on WCW Money Nitro for the very last episode.
2: Ooh, yeah, absolutely. Talk about big moments.
1: Well, we're going to go back to this past Monday and look at this show here. My first question for you gentlemen, starting out this episode, they brought back their brother, brother, man. It was Hulk Hogan walking out, and his might wasn't the best. And he does welcome everybody to Money Night Raw. Did we really need this like two and a half minutes of Hulk Hogan?
2: Talk about a metaphor of of Hulk Hogan of the past a few of the past few years with the with the mic cutting out. I know people are gonna say what they're gonna say, but at least it was just a couple minutes. And yeah, it didn't it wasn't really that much here, so I I didn't have like too much of a problem about it. So just doing like an introduction. You know, whatever you say about Hulk Hogan, you know, it it is what it is. So.
3: <laughs> David? I don't want to do my best iron sheet because I'm not a fan of Hogan. Never have been, never will be. I'm, I'm going to make one point about this. We have a lot of legends there, including Taker, Flair, Hogan. The two big names that weren't there, Austin and The Rock, the two savviest, non-political, but savviest performers that would be classed as huge legends, they weren't there. I wonder why that is. Would they not want to share the spotlight with other legends? Or have they got something coming up very, very soon? You think about that from a plotline perspective. Maybe I'm looking too deep. But in answer to Sean's question, did I want to see Hogan? No, and I never do again. He's a racist <laughs> misogynist <laughs> prick. And you can you can I'm sorry, guys. I I, I know I've been grumpy lately, but I don't want to see how... I enjoyed The Undertaker moment, and then they spoilt it a little bit because it buried L.A. Knight, who who I'm a, lot, a long-time fan of, but he's been buried with this break, this stupid Bray Wyatt storyline anyway. But it was nice to see Taker back as the American Banass. That's what I'll take of that.
1: Okay, Jim, and my second question about this episode of Monday Night Raw, we're going through the trial of Sami Zayn, and we see Jay be the one to save him from the, spring, the spike, my question to you is: Is this the start of Semi being broke away from the bloodline?
2: I don't think it. I don't know if it's going to happen this Saturday at the Rumble. I think the. But I do think this will be the, the 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 beginning of the seeds being planted. This past Monday, and I well, I thought the the segment was tremendous, and it took up like the. So like the first thirty minutes of of the show, which kind of surprised me a little bit, and kind of and it kind of flew by. The performances of Heyman and Jay Uso and Sami Zayn, to to be honest, you made it Emmy 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 Award worthy.
3: Right. <laughs> um,
2: so it's like the the facial expressions and kind of like the suspense building up to it really really caught me by surprise and exceeded my expectations on it. So like a well done performance by everyone involved, including
0: Roman too, Bradley. The bloodline, doing it again. The only reason why I'm really watching Raw or to just WWE in general. The, pleats, the seeds for me have been sort of planted in the past. Like the, the story is absolutely great. Sami Zayn put in the best promo a couple months back with the UC comment. And then going up to this, it was probably the best promo on television in years. And I'm even saying it's better than the UC promo in years for it. You're right. Oh, yeah. Jay, Jay 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 looked like a star. Sammy looked like a star. You saw true emotion in the eyes. So on and so forth. Now coming up to this weekend, I don't know if the this the change or the switch for Sammy is going to happen. I think something will happen in the Kevin Owens match, but I don't know. It's the start, yes, for sure. Will it snowball or conclude? I don't think necessarily on the road. David, for me, if they've got
3: any sense. They'll hold off any sort of turn or whatever they've got planned till a weekend. They can tease something at the Rumble. You could see it, say, Sammy going deep in the Rumble match. I don't want to drop a gentle hint to Jake's predictions, but I think obviously who's going to win the Rumble this weekend if he's fitting back, which will be Randy Orton. So I think in in the Rumble match this weekend. Sorry, did I say that out loud? Oh sorry. I don't know what I'm I don't know what I'm saying here. Um, and <laughs> I think I think somewhere in the rumble match he's either going to make a mistake and eliminate an Uso or Solo. I think Solo possibly being the prime candidate for that because of the relationship they built with the Usos, which was brilliant. I agree with both of you guys. It was absolutely the best thing I've seen in WWE television in a long while. It was cooked and Heyman facials, yeah, you, you nailed it Heyman's facials were just hilarious, he's just genius, he still is he's still got it, he got guilty as charged in there for a Philadelphia audience, fantastic great play on words like after they did did you not realise that? Anyone He got guilty guilty as charged in. That made me, i I marked out for that. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, something's going to happen. I think there's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be a conclusion at the Rumble. I think the conclusion comes at Mania. Now, whether he costs Roman, helps cost Roman the title to whoever, be it Dwayne, be it Randy, be it whoever, I really don't know. But I think there's more of this to come.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and this was a good example—a pure example—we haven't seen in a while of long-term storytelling. Yes. And 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 dude, like I give—I gotta give props to them, like it, bringing up like footage from from like several months back about all the actions of Zayn and Jay Uso and getting involved with the defense. I mean, that was probably the the best episode of the of the People's Court that I've seen in a while. <laughs> it was like, hey, y'all know your stuff, like damn, bro.
1: Yes, it was a great segment. Now, that segment did run long, and it kind of caused the next thing that I want to talk about to be shortened just a bit, and it kind of disappointed me. And I'm talking about the cage match between Becky Lynch and Belly. Originally, it was scheduled to go through, two, like, two segments. And what we got was basically a shortened beatdown from damage control on Becky Lynch to take that story to the next chapter. Mm-hmm.
2: So we got the latest report from PW Insider that the plan for the cage match was for Becky Lynch to win and then be attacked post-match by Damage Control. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's really unfortunate, and you know the hashtag WWE Women Deserve Better trending on Twitter, and this is the this is one pure example of it. I mean, look what else was on this show. There was some. There was some filler on this as well, especially the po- like countless poker segments, which were so useless. They could have just you know cut a majority of those out, and yeah, felt bad for the ladies that had to had to experience that and didn't didn't get to their get to their best level last this past Monday night on Raw. So yeah, just came at the expense, unfortunately, to those ladies right there.
1: Okay, so we'll move on to the next part that I kind of have a major issue with, and David, you already brought it up. We're talking about L.A. Knight, this really good talker, a really good-looking guy. He can go in the ring, and boy, did they do their best to bury him with a golden shovel on this episode of Raw.
3: I've already said my piece. I love L.A. Knight. I don't know why someone can't see the talent that he's got, he can go in the ring and he's just being buried. No, his fault. He does the best with the shit he's given. And at least he got to work with Tay He got to be in the ring with Tanaka, which, you know, takes a legend. I've got no issue with that. But he's being buried and he shouldn't be buried. End of.
0: Rand? Yeah, I don't think they... I love LNA too. I don't think this was a good huh. program to really start him off into... But at least it puts him in the spotlight. Yeah, does it look like a job or a little? In a way, yes. I honestly think though Bray Wyatt should have started with somebody else. But I've sort of, I'm, I don't know. I was the biggest Bray Wyatt fan in the world. I think this whole thing is going on too long. So at least after this weekend, the LA Nate thing will be over. Let's see LA Nate maybe go for the U.S. championship or something. That's where I'd like to see yeah. the LA Nate.
2: I unfortunately felt that this past Friday, with Bray White bringing back Firefly Funhouse, it just screams like we're we're just going back, unfortunately, and not a ton of evolution to this character. So that's how I unfortunately feel about. it.
1: CJ, I'm with you because I thought they brought Bray White. It was a chance to evolve this character just a little bit more. And just like you, when I saw the Firefly Funhouse on Friday Night's episode of SmackDown. I'm going, Dan Randy Orton bring his thing down to the ground. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> down to the ground anyway.
1: Okay, gentlemen, the one thing I enjoyed for this episode of Raw was the DX segment with Imperium. And I enjoyed it for about maybe a minute or two, then I realized we can't get a Triple H versus a Walter match, and we can't get Kurt Angle versus Walter either. There's two matches there I wish we could have, but unfortunately for those two gentlemen, they're not able to do it.
2: Yeah, sure. You can definitely argue that. But for me, I thought this was the best DX segment in, in a while for me. I really enjoyed this, mainly because the younger guys were not were not buried throughout a segment. And, you know, that we all know that Walter Gunther, that is Paul of X baby. And there's no way that he wants to mess with that. So, yeah, I mean, like we've seen immediately, you know, Everybody, everybody in DX, especially Kurt Angle, decide to just back away. They don't want to deal. They don't want to deal deal with it. Deal with fighting with the younger guys. So I got to give credit to them, man, because like we've seen what happened. We've seen what happened the past few years about being victimized by DX. Obviously, Carl Anderson, Gallows, as well as FTR, the revival back in Raw twenty five, which is a mess of a segment, as as I recall it. So
0: yeah, got to give credit to that one. Yes, finally DX stepping back giving it it's almost like a pass the torch but not really do not really physically saying it or doing it yeah 30 years old Rod just changed dx has been around for quite a bit of that period of time but for them just to step back and just say nope i'm too old nope i can't do it Type thing. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. so I, I actually kudos to dx that was probably one of their best ones like jake said in a while david
3: yeah, you guys have summed, it, summed that up pretty well. I just the one thing I, I would I would just like to point out is that Gunther Gunther slash Walter doesn't really care what goes on in the ring anymore because he goes home every night and pours chocolate sauce all over Ginny. <laughs>
2: That's a good point. Yeah, I was kind of hoping. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for a scissor me, daddy chance. To be honest with you, <laughs> just to invade
1: that.
3: Anyway, Sean, any comment on that?
1: No, David. Now. It was kind of funny at the beginning when he had DX come down, and you noticed Kurt was walking with him, and I wasn't sure what was going to go on. And they start going into their whole bit, and they all turned to Kurt and going, "Why the hell are you here?" And he's like, "I want to be in DX." So yeah, it was kind of funny.
2: Kurt Angle living his best life right now, just like not, just not, yes. just not giving, giving a crap, just enjoying, just enjoying what's going on
1: in the moment, living in the moment. So, <laughs> okay, gentlemen. The last thing I want to talk about from this episode Raw was the main event. It's kind of interesting. They use the U.S. title as the main event. It's Austin Fury versus Bobby Lashley. We all like Bobby Lashley, I know. At the end of it, here comes Cowboy brought Lesser back. And we're revisiting this feud with Bobby Lashley we've seen probably six months ago.
0: I didn't expect it. I didn't want to see Brock come. Actually, we just talked about the guy that I wanted to (laughs) see him go against. I wanted to see Brock versus Gunther. But, uh, yeah, another revisit. I guess they're going to do this uh, best out of three thing. Two MMA guys, I'm presuming. That's what's going on with it. Yeah. This This is another. Gunther, like Jake said earlier, is a Triple H guy. This just, I don't know, just hints Vince McMahon in it to me. You know what I mean? It does actually... Because Vince was very big on this, so in the background, I think it definitely hints Vince McMahon with me. What do you think there, David?
3: I didn't want to see it. I don't want to see it. The only you've you've already touched on it. The only way I'd see Les I want to really see Les in back in because he's done the rounds. He's been passed from opponent to opponent to opponent. You know, including Roman, including McIntyre. You know, you think of the big guys that could possibly stand up. There is one. And we've already just mentioned him. There's one that I would like to see him go up against and see how they gel. And so that's and that's Walter or Gunther. He's the only one that you could physically. Even Lashley, I never, I actually never ever believe that Lashley can beat Brock Lesnar. Never ever. I have to really suspend my disbelief to know that sometimes Lashley's throwing Brock round a ring, because I just you know with knowing what Brock's done both professionally and, well, oh, sorry, both MMA and pro wrestling. You, you know, when Brock's lost, he's lost to, you know, someone like Frank Miri. You know, he's, he's lost to someone proper. So I'm sorry, I can't take, I, I just can't believe it, but I would like to see Walter Boccantha or, or whatever is bloody Imperium versus that would be my, you know, do that for WrestleMania. That would be good for me.
1: Who knows, we could see that at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. That would be kind of cool. Okay, gentlemen, we are going to leave this Monday night episode of Raw and we're heading over to our favorite segment of the week. It's the stunning six questions.
2: It's
0: time for the stunning six questions. All the wise and what have they done now? Hopefully, Sean and Jake can figure it out.
1: Gentlemen, my first stunning question for you. How bad did Discovery Warner look by refusing AEW to properly honor Jay Briso?
2: <clears throat> oh boy, where do I start here? So this past Wednesday on Dynamite, you know, I was kind of getting ready on, and very excited on what AEW is going to do on Dynamite. And well, I did not expect that we were going to see pretty little besides, you know, a ton of great mentions from Excalibur, the commentary team, so especially and the graphic at the beginning of the show. Uh, but I expected like a video packet, like a full video package on Jay, even a ten bell salute, and we did not get any of that this past Wednesday. So, and that really kind of winded my gears up a little bit and wondered, wonder myself, like, what was what's going on here? And you know, we saw the and we saw the the report in the Observer, and then. You know, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to a good friend's John Pollock and Wei Ting talk about it too. And I like, that's merely what came to my suspicion is that this really reeked of TBS not, not allowing some, any sort of full tribute for, for Jay Briscoe. And I also came to expense to, to Mark as well, which he didn't do anything. I'm not going to deny that those past tweets from over a decade ago were, it was abhorrent but the thing is that with as a family man evolving into a family man, he has apologized for it. and you know, like arguably, you know, unlike Hulk Hogan, he was very remorseful, remorseful about what he said. it's so it's very unfortunate that we it has reached you know, this level where there's a ton of backlash from the fan from the fan base. And it's really interesting and pretty ironic that we're talking about that, like, well, here's the thing. I don't know if we'd be talking about this extensively if what if the the show that came after Dynamite last Wednesday did not come did not come after it on, on TBS, which is you got a show, you got you know a new show produced by the president of the UFC, Dana White. In the midst of I was delayed a week in the midst of the scandal of him slapping his wife at New Year's Eve. So that's okay, but a full tribute with Jay Briscoe is not okay. Like I I just don't get it. I I I was I I, I just don't know what to say, man. Like it is it kind of proves right there that you know powerful people can get away with what they can do i i I just i I just don't get it man like it's just it's it's just really really bad and really really tbs really looked bad really looked horrible this past week and deservedly so
1: jake i was right there with you because i was watching that episode of dynamite live and i was thinking okay we're gonna open up with everybody on the stage Bell salute okay we didn't get that I saw the armbands and stuff the wrestlers were wearing. I heard dimensions by Tony Giovanni and Excalibur there. And like you, the next thing I kind of saw was the opening two that showed sl- for the Slap League. And I turned the channel over because I was not going to give it a second of my time. Because like you, I was kind of annoyed that, oh, hey, that's okay. But aren't this guy who passed away tragically in a car accident? That's not okay.
2: And and there are and there are a ton of double standards regarding you know, Warner Brothers Discovery as well. This is the same company that kept Ezra Miller as the Flash after like prominent child abuser and and trafficker as well, and they kept him and they kept him as in part of the DC universe. It's it's really pathetic. I, I just I just don't know what to say. I mean, oh, this is really winds me up just talking about it right now.
0: As, as much Randy? as as much as everybody. Like, I, I did want to see it as well, and that's what I was expecting. Like, don't get me wrong. The Briscoes ultimately are in my top, like, three tag teams ever. Was there a mistake that happened with Jay before? Yes, we all admit it. It was a mistake. Everybody that knows him or knows of him, worked with him. Anybody from ROH to all the promotions in New Japan, even the indie guys love him, and he, ha- he was very remorseful on what he did. Now, I have to use that philosophy on mistakes happen. Now, there was an outreach right, of people going in, talking to TBS so on and so forth and the sponsor. Well, why not? And they're going to make it right. Not only I, I believe Tony in the box and everybody tried to make this happen. I guess tonight, the day that we're recording, um, they're going to start with it and dedicating the next pay per view to him as well. It would have been better last week. Yes. But I have to use that mistakes happen as well. Will this tribute even be better when this pay-per-view comes up? I believe so. I honestly believe so. And it'll be what he deserves. So it won't be as rushed, anything else like that. The guy was generally a, tr- a good man, and everybody appreciated him. David? Yeah.
3: Well, it's going to be hard for me to follow those three sentiments, so I'll just sum it up. Warner Brothers, suck my stump,
0: you pricks. <laughs> suck his stump. There
1: we go. Gentlemen, standing question number 2. As we saw last week, we saw ICW and Progress both release statements that they are coming to an end of their contract with the WWE and their content is being removed from the WWE network and Peacock and are going onto their own streaming services yet again. David, how is this going to affect both Progress and ICW going forward?
3: It's going to affect ICW going forward more than progress because at the moment, the ICW fan base has diminished considerably. They're booking smaller venues. Their house shows are coming out of their asylum, which only holds about 250 people having visited it permanently, which is basically their training school. And what they do is when they have some shows, they put a few seats in and people stand down the side walls, whereas progress is still booking proper venues the o2 academy in islington holds 750 to 900 and they're selling those out but what they've both done is gone back to their old on demand service now again this was a bit of a con while they were on the network because basically you could see the shows on the network but also buy for 7.99 uk so about 10 dollars were everywhere else you, you you get the back catalogue. So depending on what you want, now they've had to go straight back to their on-demand service, and they will not get as many eyes on as they do with the network. Because I ideally, I look at the three guys sat on this screen in front of me, because you're over there in, in various parts of North America, Canada, the back of beyond, what have you, it's hard for you to get it. Whereas on the network, obviously, you just you can see the, the major shows once once a month, when they put them on. So it's going to take eyes off the product. The one good thing it will do, if they can afford to book them, it will bring some more known names in. Like particularly progress, progress will, will get some, get some, get some names in. At the moment, the progress shows pretty good. I hate to say that because I was also always an ICW guy, but I've got to be holding my hands up at the moment. Sean, me and you have gone on about Spike Trevita, we're blue in the face. I'm not going to carry that on today. But at the moment, coming off a weekend show where he absolutely battered Gene Money. Spoiler alert! In the in the world title fight. They're carrying on with him as the leader and the heel. And, and as we spoke off air with Randy, he's not an MJF type heel, although he is, but he gets no tweener influences. He doesn't want them and he doesn't crave them. And they're they're pretty He's just a dog snob. You really, really need to watch this guy. I think the jury's out and I think the jury will stay out. And I think we've got to have at least six months before... The you know, you can turn around and say whether it's a success or not, but I would say Progress have got the best chance of survival along with Red Pro over here in the UK. And One PW, let's not forget One PW, who have gone on a network, a new network called the Premier Streaming Network, which has just started up and they've got some good groups, including, if you fancy it, the entire back catalogue of combat zone wrestling, as I've found out. So, you know, you know, again, more choice but
0: more money as well jake or randy yeah i like progress i always always have always will all these libraries that or even services that wwe's made with two bigger companies it may be like a progress or iws definitely help but for the smaller ones i've never ever really liked yes you're on the platform so on and so forth, but then you're more or less just giving the show to them for nothing just for being on the platform. So bigger companies like a progress, I think would have benefited not being on the platform due to those reasons. Yes, you got more eyes on them, but they have such a good loyal fan base where they are that people the odd and ends do come in and see it. It is Again, I'm not a big fan of these WWE going, getting all these indie promotions or even bigger promotions like progress and so on and so forth. I've never liked the deals with them. I want them to help or like receive, like the indies get a little more of what they're getting, but they're really not getting that action. And I know this for a fact. So I hope progress and all of them that just got the deal done do be successful. And David over there, you can definitely enjoy all these shows and hope get bigger and better. That's all I can say on that.
3: I'll I'll just give you a quick example, guys, before I shut up. The one PW show that's coming up in February is not far from me and I'm going. It's the Lincoln Engine Shed. It's an hour away from me. And it's a reasonable size. Normally it's a rock rock venue. This is the university venue for Lincoln Union. They put decent rock bands, known named rock bands on but obviously Gauntly sold it out and he sold over just over a thousand tickets for it. And the pr- pricing strategy is starting quite expensive at around the 30 pounds mark. So 30, $38 say for the t- cheapest, t- cheapest ticket. However, you've got John Morrison, you've got Rhino, you've got Tower of Valkyrie, Ruby Soho, and Will Ospreay on the card. so, it's that balance of he's gambled and booked some major talent, but he's sold it out. So, you know, kudos to him for that. And he'll also make some pay-per-view revenue because it's, I think, thirteen ninety-nine dollars English on this premier streaming network to watch it live, which obviously now it's sold out. Hopefully we'll do some numbers for him because we need shows like this. And that's a great venue. Having been in it many times before, it's a great venue to do so i hope progress and icw can follow suit sorry
2: yeah unfortunately yeah that i think with progress and icw being on the network like as great as they are i mean they are going to take a back seat to the amount of programming there there are going to be that's that will that are going to be on the network and on peacock so i think with with, with progress they definitely deserve their own their own spotlight so and their own focus on a on a streaming
1: service
0: Okay, I hope they
1: can in the future. Okay, gentlemen, let's slide over to our next stunning question. Jake, last Friday on Rampage, we saw a confrontation between Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. It got kind of heated. Did we see Eddie Kingston turn heel on Ortiz? I don't know if we seen like an official
2: like full full thought out like heel turn. I'm I just I can I really want to see where it goes from here. But, you know, we've it's I think this can be something where Eddie starts to get some more attention on him because, like, unfortunately, he has been on the on the on the background lately as far as in in, in AEW programming. And because I I love watching him like every time he shows up. And unfortunately, with the amount of stories that have come out that have come out and some great programs, it unfortunately came to an expense to Eddie Kingston. But, yeah, I thought I thought what Ortiz I thought Ortiz's performance past Friday night on Rampage was pretty good and really winded, winded Eddie Kingston up. So I I still want to see where it goes from here. To be honest with you, I, I, I mean, dude, Eddie Kingston is so good and so entertaining on the mic. I don't want him to want him to turn heel because he's he's that good and that entertaining and so, so good, the baby face. But, we'll, but we'll, again, like well, I'm curious to see where it goes from here.
1: I love Eddie
3: Kingston, don't mind seeing him in whatever form, whether he turns on Ortiz or not, I could just watch him for hours. I think he's brilliant, he's so intense, he's got great character. The problem is now it would be very difficult to turn him heel in front of that audience because they love him no matter what he does. It's one of those he could go out and take a dump in the middle of the ring. They'd like cheer him. Uh, so no, he could though. You know, you know, you know what I mean. He's one of those. He can, take he, a is...
2: on, he can take a piss on.
3: can take on piss on anything in in the yeah, ring. Exactly, and, yeah, exactly, exactly, Outside The apron too. <laughs> yeah, but I, I could watch Eddie Kingston all day. I love his promos. I love his Japanese in ring style. So as long as Eddie's on my telly, it's all good.
2: I just want to see more of him, to be honest with you, because he's he's that great.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate, like you guys said, that, that we don't. I can understand with all the, the stories that are going on why he's not there, not not as prominent. Heel or face doesn't make a difference, like you guys said. Definitely always want to see him as face. I think he'd be a way better face. But I agree with David. We just should see him more. That's all. What about you, Sean? What do you think on that? See, I like him as a
1: heel or a face. So him on TV is good. I enjoy him being on TV and stuff. My follow-up question to you is, what do you think about Ortiz being the babyface in this feud? And this is actually really the start of Ortiz's solo run since he split off from Santana as they kind of broke Latin America stage up, and Santana's going off to do his own thing.
3: It's going to be one hell of a push to get him over as a contender for maybe one of the mid-card titles, but certainly not a push towards MJF. There are other people way, way ahead of him, no matter how they push it. And will this audience take it? I'm not so sure.
0: Or will he just come back in another tag team? Maybe this is like a double turn. We're all thinking that Kingston's going on heel, but actually Ortiz is the one that's going to go heel with somebody coming in with him. Bring homicide in. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch of directions this can go. As long as we see it and see more of it, like we said, both with Kington, Kingston and entities, that it definitely should be watchable. Okay,
1: gentlemen. Fourth any question of the week. If you has, haven't seen this video yet, I'm going to link it in the show notes. It's from a New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Kingdom Night 2, as it's Noah versus NJ, NJPW. And it's a tag match where Okada's in there. He's in the ring. He has the money clip in. And a Noah champion comes up behind him. Starts kicking him in the back. Okada pays him no attention. Then he gets this kick in the face. And Okada's like, beat this. Let me show you, brother. And he goes to town on him. Is this a, work or a shoot <laughs> so
2: get, yeah, pretty cute yeah. Just a little bit of context. I mean, this took place this past weekend, and they were and uh, New Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah had their had their crossover events at Yokohama Arena, and I decided to go out of my way to uh, go on New Japan World and actually buy the pay per view itself. I Means it's, it's an extra add on to the to the streaming service, and all overall, I thought it was a it was a better show than last year. I mean, there was more singles matches and more crossover like programs to this event, this crossover event, you know, the likes of Shingo T- uh, Takagi, Hara, Bushi, Naito and Keno. But yeah, I mean, everyone was talking about that clip and which did not happen in the main events. It was actually, ha- this actually happened in the middle of the card. And uh, we saw the video of, and you know, Okada was in a tag, was in a tag team match with Makabe. And, you got Kiyomiya, the GHC heavyweight champion, tag-teaming with his partner, with Inamura, and it ended in no contest. And we saw the very stiff kicks that that happened, you know, in the middle of that match, and it didn't even last long. And I was shocked when I saw it, and I loved every single minute of it. Minute of it. Okada being an angry man is something I never thought I would see, and I definitely want more of that. And I think this is definitely a good fresh, a good refresh for the character that is kazuchika okada i mean i hate to say it but unfortunately he he has been his character has been taking a more of a more taken taking more of a of a stagnant line i mean i wasn't sure that if i wanted to continue to see this and not much of like evolution to his character you can argue that but i think And we and we see, you know, the same opponents for Kazuchika Okada over the past few years, especially in the pandemic where where, you know, over time that you kind of get bored with it. This is one that I'm definitely looking forward to. And with with Kiyomiya, I mean, you got the two world champions definitely reminds me of how people who experienced the A.W.A. in its heyday talk about angles. If you hardly ever do them and build your territory around the idea that it's a sport where you fight over the win bonus fighting for your team the most basic angles become legendary and uh, this is the yeah this is the most emotion that that I've seen out of Okada in years it's 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 it was really well done and it was an incredible
0: work shoot as you can definitely say I think it's a work shoot. I actually you're right I, I agree with everything you're saying with the angle on where it's going to go and the story will definitely be great because people actually do want to see that even before this tag team match was set up right so you look at Okada's face when he did get kicked in it. I think there was definitely a little receipt back in that oh after. there was definitely tension. Yeah. So does that add to the story going further? A hundred percent. Do I want to see it? Ten thousand percent. So yeah, look good. Right. It showed a lot of different emotion with Okada that we haven't seen in a little while. Who did David? Yeah, I agree with
3: all of that. It's it's Japanese wrestling at its finest you got the added tension of the two companies. It's all good. I want to see it. It's definitely a side of our card that we should see more often, particularly as it will be in AEW soon, losing to Orange Cassidy. So the culmination of all this is will
2: be at the Tokyo Dome, where the Pro Wrestling Noah will make their return. Yeah. Make their return. And the event is scheduled for the 21st of February and will be promoted as the final stop for the retirement tour for Keiji Muto. And they immediately announced that Kiyomiya and Okada will be one of those matches. So that'll that'll be that'll be fantastic right there. And probably gonna go out of my way to to order this event too. Yep.
1: Yeah. Jake, what well, a perfect segue to stunning question number five, because over the weekend I ordered the bye bye great Muda event from Noah. My first time to experience, Noah. And the undercard is great. I was enjoying the undercard. And we get to the main event. It's the Great Muda with Sting and Darby Allin versus the trio from Noah. And I got everything I wanted from the match. I got the Dragon Whip from from Muda. I got the Green Mist. The Shining Wizard, he kind of hit it. I can suspend the release because it's a Great Muda. But, guys, what do you think of the show?
2: I, I kind of wish that he he did a did a moonsault as well. So, <laughs> so
1: <laughs>
2: I mean that that would have been like the icing <laughs> on the cake. But I got to say with that with that match, I mean as much as as much as we can talk about the match itself, I thought the entrances were the most insane, coolest spectacle that I've seen in wrestling in a hot minutes. I mean that was definitely one of the focuses right there, and uh, and and it was it was well done by by everyone involved. I was really happy to see Darby Allen. Go out, go out a little bit and from outside the AEW trenches right there and see what he can do internationally. Obviously, obviously you can't you can't go wrong with Sting right there. I thought it was well done and just just a little bit over of a twenty minute match. And the rest of the card was pretty good as well. Just mo- mostly tag matches. However, I did I did mark out scene, because Sakuraba, one of my favorites, uh, one of my favorites of all time, doing like doing a martial arts match. So <laughs> for this one, so yeah, overall like you no know, good. Good job by Noah, and uh, they're they're definitely hitting their stride, especially in the past year. Definitely with with pro wrestling
0: Noah.
1: So give credit to that. <laughs> exactly, Jake. Davey, have any thoughts?
0: Up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it wasn't that match. I, I just watched that match of the whole thing. And I apologize for that. There was so much wrestling and so much stuff I had to do last week. But uh, like Jake said, it was a, like a spectacle. It was a like a good show. Staying Muta, Darby, all there. Yeah, the last time we see Great Muta. For it. So, yeah, it was a good send off. I wasn't expecting like the best wrestling match in the world, no, right? But again, the spectacle of the entrances and everything else that happened definitely made it enjoyable and the send off that he definitely deserves. So, as the review.
3: Yeah. Yes, I've, I've got great. two words for you fitting tribute.
0: Exactly, David.
2: Absolutely. Fitting tribute. Great, great send off for the great of character. Now we can focus on you know the the final voyage for Keiji Muto, So,
1: <laughs> exactly, and he will be facing Naito at the event you already talked about on February twenty first, and I'm probably going to go out and order that one as well because I think that's going to be a fitting end to his career.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You want a pay rise? Have you had a pay rise, Sean? <laughs> Radio <afraid you> <laughs> be scary. paying you good, there, Sean. Flushing your money, theories, yeah. There.
1: Well, I'm just trying to broaden my wrestling horizons here by experiencing more wrestling outside of North America.
0: (laughs) Good job. Good one to order,
2: though. Good one to order, though. though.
1: Okay, gentlemen. More
2: stardom, yeah, especially stardom, too. That's definitely one of my resolutions to watch more stardom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, gentlemen, sixth and final stunning question of the week. We have already learned that one of the surprise appearances at the Royal Rumble is going to be no other than the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, gentlemen, shouldn't they save this surprise for the actual event?
2: I think that should tell you that there are going to be more surprises to the actual men's rumble match. I agree with you. I was a little surprised that this they promoted ahead in advance, but this kind of does remind me of the Triple H return from his quad injury in 2002, where you do want to build it up. A little bit bringing in, in that suspense, bringing that excitement. So I have no problem with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident we're going to see more surprises out of this Rumble match.
0: Oh, for me, yeah, definitely. Thanks, David. For me, I, I'm glad they built that up. It is. It's the comeback, right? The guy came, comes back in less time that he was supposed to be out, so on and so forth. He has one goal. The goal is to win the Royal Rumble. Was I a big Cody R- fan, Rhodes fan in the past? If you heard me on any of the other pods, I would say definitely not. But (laughs) this WWE (laughs) Cody Rhodes, I definitely enjoy. And I like this build. So, yes, I think they should have built him up and going into the Rumble and announcing that he's into the Rumble because there could have been some people that maybe aren't as smart or whatever. But seeing Cody Rhodes, maybe he'll change your mind and get the pay-per-view. So, yes, I do think it was smart.
3: Things you never, ever thought you'd hear me say, Sean Burkhead. I'm looking forward to seeing Cody Rhodes in a wrestling pay-per-view. Woo! What a revelation. I like Mr. Randy over there. I have never ever been a fan of Cody Rhodes. I always thought he was the ultimate politician. Not knocking his ability, not knocking his, you know, but he, he, I just always found him, the, the ego always got, there was, it always stunk of it backstage ego, but... I'll be honest. I'm really looking forward to seeing him in the rumble, and I—not that I want to influence the final segment of this show—but I really, really think he's winning it.
2: You know, you said guys, Randy we, Orton.
1: Yeah, don't, yeah. don't confuse <laughs> me.
2: <laughs> you know, guys, we've debated about this. To me, I think. Yeah, we talk about you know the problem you know the issues that were going on with AEW with him and the and the bucks and kenny in his last in his last months in AEW but to me he definitely turned that around with the Seth Rollins match at Hell in a Cell and he he definitely earned more of my respect so and i to me i think he fits better in the WWE system because it's more like he's cody is more of like the spectacle more of the character, the character type which i understand which which i understand you aw know, has more of an in-ring focus more of an in-ring presentation focus and sometimes you know fans will kind of get bored by that but as far as like you know mainstream and mainstream appeal and just overall just larger than life i think cody finally found his groove in the wwe system to
3: me and oh uh, yeah I'll, I'll say this jake right You know, like you, I'm a huge fan of Mr. Philip Brooks. And I really, really am a huge fan of Phil Brooks. But if you asked me the question, who handled the schoolyard nursery the better in AEW, Phil Brooks or Cody Rhodes, it was Cody Rhodes. Because he's come out of it with all his street cred. You know, even though I enjoyed that that all-out promo, there's part of me going, oh, what are you doing I love you, but what are you doing? And and to be fair to, to Cody, he's gone on to bigger and better things, and feels sad at home suspended nursing an injury, and I can't see him in the ring. So, you know, you, you can't knock it. And ultimately, it allowed the playground to win in one of those battles, but not in the other. <laughs>
0: if yeah, really Cody handled that as a professional, yeah. If you really think in the last year and a half of wrestling with all these stories and all these trials and tribulations going out there and who who came out of it on top out of it all. Yeah. It's Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Right? Cody Rhodes did it. He you're right. He left like the playground of what was AEW. He knew obviously something was going on. He made himself and a new career back in WWE and now he's going to have this big return. People are talking about him. He's still relevant. So on and so forth. So, Sean Cody Rhodes, way to go! You've been on him. Um, congratulations yep. to you, sir. Yep.
2: I do have Thanks one so concern. That. I do have one concern, though, going forward, is that if Cody is coming back, I do have a little bit of a concern that he will be—he will be Batista to Sami Zayn's Daniel Bryan, if you—if you—if you understand what I'm saying. I do. Because it, yeah. If you remember when Batista came back in 2014, he was yeah, he was welcomed by the welcome by the fans. But as as Brian starts to come around and he starts to get hot, the, the fans and Batista starts to get and he won the And he won that rumble back in 2014. The fans slowly turn on him. So I am. I really hope WWE knows what they're doing in this in this instance. The big difference
3: now. in that example, Jake, is, is how I would put it. Is Orton can wrestle Batista
0: can't. I, I th- <laughs> and I think Cody Rhodes needs to be more humble instead of arrogant. So if he yeah, if yeah. They, if they put him as humble less less arrogant, I think they can. Cody Rhodes <laughs> would be fine. Better
3: think, better put than me, Randy.
0: Jay, that was such a great point,
1: and the fact that that is happening in the same city as this year's Royal Rumble in Philadelphia, it's a great point. I feel like if you're going to have Cody win the Men's Royal Rumble, Sami Zayn cannot be in that Rumble whatsoever, because you will exactly have what you said.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's my concern raw right there too. Is that a, Yeah,
3: but you could yeah. do you could do storyline with any members of the bloodline if you've got the Usos in the or, or I I still think it's solo. You've got solo in the Royal Rumble with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn could accidentally in the storyline eliminate so- Solo, particularly after he was going to get spiked by him on raw. Raw this week. And then it still leaves questions of whether it's an accident, whether it's deliberate. But we're digressing. But the beauty of it is we we're talking about it and we're talking about Randy and we're talking about Sammy. I think Sammy will still align with Owens. I think it's the most obvious thing to do and it will be well received by the crowd in the long run. But anyway, Sean, I'm getting excited. I want... To get these in, I want that belt round Alana's waist. I want, I want it to come home. As much as I love that man, Randy, we need the Churchill Cup, Sean. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, come on, let's let's get over it. So I'll just say, up, yeah, Jake.
2: Yeah, I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll, just say, you know, Sammy has a lot of a lot of other fuses in the in the bloodlines, so you can definitely go to like solo and <laughs> and some of the other guys. So, yeah. That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, okay,
2: Randy, gen- you're just you just rubbing it in right now. Come on, <laughs> like come on, man.
1: <laughs> okay, gentlemen, it is time for the main event. Just like Mark Henry says, as we bring back the most popular segment and radio-free professional wrestling history, the Churchill Cup. As we preview the WWE Royal Rumble, gentlemen, these are the rules. We will be picking each match. Both of you can pick each match. The winner of that match, whoever picks them gets a point. When we get to the Rumble, you are allowed three choices on who wins the Rumble match, okay? And there's also a bonus. If you can guess a special entrant, you'll get two points. So you're going to make four picks in the the Rumble matches, okay? Are we in agreement? we understand the rules of the game?
0: Yes, yes. I understand it. Sean changes the rules. Jake, space. one of the Dudley boys. Yeah. In well, yes, I understand. I'm a fighting champion. <laughs> yes, I understand, Jake. Good luck on this because I'm going to beat you. <laughs>
1: okay, gentlemen. That's we, great. Okay, gentlemen. We are starting with the with the Raw Women's title match. It's Alexa Bliss versus Knoxville's very own Bianca Belair. Gentlemen, who do you think is going to win this match?
2: I'm keeping
0: on Bianca Belair to me. (laughs) Most definitely Bianca. I don't think it's Alexis time as of yet. Once maybe this Uncle Howdy, very white thing goes in full form, maybe we'll see it on on Alexa Bliss again. But this time, I'm with Jake. I do pick Bianca.
1: See, I'm with you, gentlemen. I do believe that this is the opening chapter to this feud. And this may be the WrestleMania feud, unfortunately, for Bianca Belair. Even though I do like less of Bliss, but I can see this being the beginning point of this feud, possibly. Okay, our next match coming up is a WWE Universal title match. It's Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. We are going to the champion, the Churchill Cup champion, Randy.
0: Who is your pick? Not, t- not time for Roman Reigns to lose it just yet. Even though I'd love to see Kevin Owens with the belt, I think Roman Reigns is going to hold on to it until at least WrestleMania. So, for myself, I pick Roman Reigns.
2: Yeah, now is not the right time. Uh, I will be shocked, though. Personally, I would love to see Kevin Owens have that run with the title. But, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns, keeping it uh, as of right now. Let's go, Roman.
0: So, yeah. so far, we're two and two. All right, <laughs> we're tied, so so we're tied. John needs new internet. Bray <laughs> Wyatt, LA Knight.
1: Okay, gentlemen, the other match that we can pick, knowing all the competitors and the match, is this Mountain Dew pitch-back match whatever the hell that is, it's LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt. And Jay, unfortunately, I'm going to go to you first for this. Who's going to win this yeah. sucker?
2: You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say LA Knight is going to surprise us and might be the first be the first roadblock in this
0: character of Bray Wyatt. Are you drunk? <laughs> uh, you know what? I, that's a good pick, Jay, because you know, I honestly was thinking of switching it too. I think this Uncle Howdy might have something to do with this. But for the for the thrill of being a change, I, I think I'll pick the underdog here, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt should definitely win it. In just to make Duke. it
3: different, David. Come yeah, yeah. De- but I
0: understand. what <laughs> you are going? Like, with.
3: I'll, I'll make one point. Since Bray Wyatt's return, this is his first match, actual match, back in the ring. You do the yeah. maths, gents.
0: No, but I think Jake could be right. I think something can happen in LA night might just go over. I'm I'm not saying this to I mean I want Jake to win the battle, but <laughs> you know but no, that's 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 I, I agree. It's the folly with, you
3: of know. youth, I swear it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey, thank you, Grandpa. <laughs> okay, oh, I am old enough to be your grandpa.
1: <laughs> okay, gentlemen. We are gonna go to the women's remote match and I'm gonna go to the champion, Randy. Randy, you mate What we're going to do, we're going to go backwards. I say, Randy, go ahead and make your first three choices on who you think will win the Women's Royal Rumble match.
0: Yeah, okay, we're just going to go win and then he can pick who win, vice versa, and we pick one at a time.
1: Yeah, let's do it that way. That's cool. Randy, what is your first pick?
0: Okay, so my first pick, I definitely think is going to win this just because the mommy needs... needs a title shot. She's on a tear right now. I am going to pick Rhea Ripley to Ripley to win the Women's Royal Rumble match, but I do have two good backup picks, but I'll leave it to Jake, and I'll explain my reasons after I pick my next two picks.
1: Okay, Jake, who is your first pick? I am
0: going to go a little bit on a different tangent here.
2: I'm going to say Becky. I think she's going. She's going to have like her comeback here. I do have, and but a good point with Randy, and probably gonna include Rhea and in my and my other two backup picks too.
1: Okay, Randy. Yeah, choice number two.
0: I, I'm gonna say so. Choice number two. This is not even necessary to the win. This is gonna be my surprise entry if I'm allowed to have it. I'm gonna actually gonna say. Well, she—I don't know if she's announced or not. I'm not going to use that one. I'm going to let Jake use that one for surprise entrance. But I'm going to actually say Naomi. Naomi comes back into this world. Ooh. so I don't know out of the blue that'll be my surprise entrance because I know where probably Jake's going to go with his surprise entrance. So I'll say Naomi. I'm just going to go right away to this. Thank you.
1: Wow. Okay, that was a surprise there, Randy. I got to say because we do not know the contractual status of Naomi right now. So Jake, your second choice, who you got?
2: Yeah, okay. For my second choice, I'm definitely going to put Rhea Ripley for everything that Randy went out there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like she has been like the highlights of this part of the the women of Raw with and look, the mommy character. I mean, how can you go wrong with her?
1: <laughs> I do believe she is the odds-on awesome favorite to win this Royal Rumble. I feel like of all the female talent that the WWE has right now. She is on the best run possible, so gentlemen, you may have a selection here that might win. Now, Randy, your third and final choice for who could win the
0: rumble, who is it? So I'm going to switch it up a little from Jake because I was originally going to pick, up, pick Becky. I'm going to go Bailey. I'm going to say Bailey. Did she need something good to WrestleMania? Look <laughs> David cheering in the background. <laughs> Bailey, because I wouldn't mind seeing her at WrestleMania against anybody. So yeah, Bailey will be my pick for that.
1: And okay, Jake, third and final pick for you on who could win this women's world rumble match. Who do you have?
2: Oh man, this is tough. Jeez, Louise, man, this is like this is like the the barn breaker right here. So <laughs> trying to make like the right the right choice here. I'm probably gonna. Man, goodness gracious. Uh raining right, prior yeah. before the fall,
1: buddy. Prior before the fall.
2: Right before the fall. Unfortunately, I do have a little bit of a a little bit of gut instinct, and I do think that Liv Morgan is probably going to probably going to have a big showing in, in this in this Rumble match. So that could be a choice right there.
1: <laughs> Jake, I can see Liv Morgan actually win this world Rumble match. She had a short rain during the summer on SmackDown. And the rumble can be the storyline for the SmackDown women to get into the WrestleMania match. So I can see this. Okay. And, happily,
2: and finally having a big spotlight on, on the SmackDown, on the SmackDown side of things too.
1: Exactly. I mean, okay. This remember Charlotte Flair is on SmackDown, so we'll see about that.
2: Mm, yeah, <laughs> that that makes sense too.
1: Okay, Randy, we're to the surprise guest for the women. Who is that person that we're not thinking about is going to be in this Women's World Rumble match?
0: I don't know if she's announced yet, but I know she's been tweeting out a lot. We'll say Michelle McCool. Right? Michelle McCool will be in the Rumble. Has it been confirmed yet, Jake? Do you know that yet? Because I don't want to use it. No, I have not seen it too. Yeah, so I've seen her tweeting some weird stuff out. I'll say Michelle McCool. That is a very safe and logical choice there, Randy.
1: I do agree with I you. Oh. Now, Jake who do you have who's your surprise guest
3: this this already did happen the hey, last the this 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 gravy boat holds a liter of fluid <laughs> what the hell
2: <laughs> okay this already did happen but i could... well you know what i think i think who somebody I do, really do want to see is beth phoenix come back as yeah, a surprise guest yeah
0: good pitch about that Definitely a
1: good pick. Exactly. The last time shot. I do believe we saw her was at, was it Hell in a Cell where she was attaining to Edge after Judgment Day attack him. I think it was Hell in a Cell. Yeah. If it wasn't that, it was like Survivor Series.
2: Yeah, I mean, you I mean yeah, I mean that could be There's like an instant feud to bring her back and then just probably just have a, have a brawl with Rhea yeah, and then has, just throw yeah. her out. So yeah, that could be. Good idea. That could be really something right idea.
1: there. You know, Thank Jake, great minds think alike because that was going to be my surprise guest pick for this Rumble match. I was going to say Beth Fiennes, so you took my choice. So,
0: bravo. well oh, you're doomed now, Jake. You're doomed. You're doomed. I'm sorry. That was all of you. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> <laughs> you just
3: yeah. me already. Yeah. I skipped the pick. You're around on the match. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, gentlemen. We are moving over to the Men's Royal Rumble. Since we started <laughs> with Randy with the first pick in the women's, Jake, it's only fair that we allow you the first option in the men's world rumble match. Who's your first winner?
2: I uh, obviously speak with me will be Cody Rhodes. We talked a little bit extensively, but it'll be the great comeback story from her, from his injury, from his arm injury, and uh, definitely will lead to a great program with Roman.
1: Okay, Mr. Champion, who is your first selection?
0: Jake was going to pick Randy Orton. Uh-huh. Just because I want to see it, and I've, I've been bragging about it all, all the time. You guys knew where I wanted to pick. I'll I'll say Cody Rhodes as well. I'll use that as my first pick as well. I will change up in my surprise entry, you guys aren't going to get. But I will change up my second and third because I, I think second and third, there's other options I wanted to go So for winner. So I know I'll be different from Jake. But I am going to pick Cody Rhodes as well right off the bat.
1: I do believe Cody Rhodes is going to be the odds-on favorite going into the weekend of being the person to win the World's. The men's World Rumble match. So, Jake, yeah. who is your second selection?
2: Ha ha ha. My second choice, Seth freaking Rollins.
1: Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
2: Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he's on fire right now, and I'm really happy he's back with the babyface side of things. So that could be another cho- That's my other choice right there.
0: <laughs> good good okay. choice. Good choice. I was going to pick him, but I'm going to switch it up from you. I'm going to say. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn wins the Royal Rumble. And actually throws out maybe. The solo or whatever at the very end. Or two people that are fighting. So on and so forth. Could we see Sami Zayn win it. Or going to Wrestlemania to face it. Or that the belts are going to be splitting up. So on and so forth. Yes why not. And have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Going into the elimination chamber. For the tag team. So. Let's keep the ball rolling with Sami Zayn. He's the second guy that wouldn't mind winning the Rumble for WrestleMania and get his moment at WrestleMania as well, especially after the match last year, right? Everybody talked about the match last year. Let's talk about him again this year with Sami Zayn.
1: Randy, that's a very good choice. I feel like he's probably the second favorite for everybody coming into this weekend to win the World Rumble match. He's probably everybody's heart pick to win this World Rumble match. Okay, Jake, your last selection here, buddy. Who is the third and final selection to win this World Rubble?
2: And because of that, I'm going to stick with a safe bet here and say Sami Zayn.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just to keep it safe here.
1: Okay, wise choice there, my friend. Champion Randy, your final Maybe selection. Randy
2: will go, go out of
0: a limb. Okay, Churchill Cup champion I'm Randy, gonna... who... My last pick, we hiked him up. Watch David's eyes react and his eyebrows go up. I am going to pick Gunter. Gunter to win the Rumble. And that would be a good WrestleMania match for anybody, for Roman Reigns. Let's pick Gunter. Maybe Gunter would do it, just to switch it up a little. Yeah, Gunter. Actually, I'm confident in that one, too. But I like your Seth Rollins. I honestly would. I was going to pick Seth Rollins, too, but I want to change it up.
2: Do you think he will keep the Intercontinental Championship, or do you think he will he might lose going into it, or or do you think he'll continue to have a match with
0: with with the belt? Again, I would love to see Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. Right, that would be a good match to see at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther, uh, what, Gunther's role in the next year. Again, I would hope WrestleMania, but this is just a long shot. When we when we said this scenario, but I do see within the next year year and a half. Him being the one of the guys going up against Cody Rhodes, or maybe the guy that takes it away from Cody Rhodes a year from now, so on and so forth, if Cody Rhodes can beat Roman at WrestleMania. So it's a good good thing.
2: I mean, Gunther made the the Intercontinental title mean something again. And we do know the original – look, the original intention of that belt – is is as a stepping stone to the world to the world title. Hopefully, like hopefully, this will be the case for Gunther as well. So,
1: in the future. Okay, gentlemen, Let's move over to the surprise pick for a men's world rumble match. I'm gonna go down to Jake. Who is your choice to be that? Oh my God, I can't believe this guy's in a rumble.
2: The glass will crash, and I'm gonna say Stone Cold Steve Austin with the vest and the tights. Oh, or the Trunks, is. I should say,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'm going to go out of the loop here. Okay, Randy, who's your selection? He sort of got, got killed in TNA, and uh, we might see him very, very shortly. I don't know what his name will be, but I say Eric Young. Eric Young will be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. So That's I honestly good. think that—I don't know what his name will be, though. But yeah, best
3: know. shot,
1: that is a very nice choice there Randy. that is a champion pick I do believe there a nice choice now personally, my selection for this surprise appearance it's gonna be edge. I can think edge is coming back this will be the start of his retirement tour and it starts this weekend
2: that makes sense, yeah, yeah I think that will be like the, the definitely the, the start
3: the, the start of it all, so. surprise as well
2: yeah we' go. how about you David
3: Me? Personally, I think hats or Jim Duggan.
2: <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. That would be awesome right there. No, really?
3: I don't know. Mate. I don't. I, I, one thing I've, I've been wondering about, I was going to ask you because, gentlemen, I've got to drop off the call in literally about twenty seconds. What's Randy Orton's update? Because he would be a good surprise to bring back. Yeah, I so not
0: think he's heard a little, medically cleared. A quiet from him. Yeah, he hasn't really said anything from my from my knowledge and what I'm hearing on the other side as well. So I guess he's just enjoying life right now on that aspect. But it would be good to see him come back as well, because he—I don't think he has much, much longer as well. So yeah, yeah let's see Randy. Already.
2: I do hope to That'd see him at be... Mania though. So
0: yeah. yeah,
3: Sean, do an edit. I've got to get off, mate, because I've got an appointment up in ten minutes, guys. Good to see you. Speak to you soon, Thanks, David. Good to see you, David. <laughs>
1: David, Okay, ladies and gentlemen, those are the selections. They are lot and loaded for this weekend for the WWE <laughs> Royal Rumble. Randy, Jake, I wish you the best of luck as the former stunning champion.
2: Definitely. Wish me luck. But I do think that Randy with the more experience here, he's gonna come off come
0: off on the top there. So
2: <laughs> I'm yeah, but me as a humble guy. Me as a humble guy.
0: <laughs> Jake, no, your picks are absolutely good. I always enjoy doing this with Radio Free. And if I do win this though, Sean, will this make me the longest? cup champion it does i think Okay. Eh? but honestly jake ahead of anything out of your picks i honestly believe that you have a really really good chance it's gonna be close
2: guys randy thank you for being here on radio free pro wrestling and i understand that you do have a little bit of an announcement here regarding a program that is near and dear
0: to a lot of our hearts <laughs> yeah thank you thank you jake and thank you sean yeah, as of late, myself and my good friend Brady Welcome purchased Sunday night main event off of Jason. Does this mean Jason will no longer be around? That is not the question here. This is uh, hopefully Jason can come a couple of times more. I know he's not really into the wrestling side anymore. It was a couple of months that we did talk to him and see exactly like what we we're going to go. We were telling him where we would want to go with it, so on and so forth, we're not really change anything. It's it's really nothing like Yes, we did purchase off of them, but Sunday night's main event will, will not change. Every, all the shows would, are there. All the shows are great. These these are the guys that made me enjoy wrestling from law to now, right? So yeah, all we're doing is just helping them along, getting them a couple of sponsors, so on and so forth. Maybe bringing in a couple of new podcasts and listeners from different sides, like bringing in pop culture music and comedy as well. So it's just growing. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys for being part. Of sunday nights min event and the law all these years because you guys helped me out i know we've had back behind the wall behind the mic conversations or off off-air conversations as well all through these years and i respect you both because your knowledge of wrestling and your excitement for wrestling so hopefully in whole we can all do stuff together and hear a lot more of each other maybe do some collabs so on so forth and uh, boost both our brands because both of our brands are really really good and we people should hear them. So I appreciate that again. I appreciate Jason Agnew. Again, nothing is going to change in the aspect of it. You'll probably hear him around a couple of times too. But he's more or less on his side and, and what he wants to do. He's a little out of the wrestling right now. So it was the best option for Sunday Night Main Event to go forward. So if you do want to become a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash SNME radio and become a patron today or just go to sundaynightsmainevent.com or listen on TSN iHeartRadio. It is on Spotify and all the the podcast networks out there. And you too, again, Sean, you know this. Jake, I appreciate you both so much. Thank you for letting me do this with you today. Um, Best of luck to you, Jake. But I want to come back and defend the title. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i just want to say this i mean you, nothing else just nothing else to say but congratulations man it's it's so well i mean it's it's a big moment for the show and it's a legendary show and i know that this is going to be in, this franchise is going to be in good hands with you at the helm of it
0: thank you thank you it's all of us there's no homes we're all in the house so that's the biggest thing okay ladies and gentlemen before
1: we go jake where can we find you on the information superhighway?
2: The Information Superhighway on Twitter, at Jake Olenar, to get my thoughts on not just wrestling, but life, lifestyle, uh, politics, or some weird, crazy, crazy crap that's going on in the in pop culture universe. And on Instagram, at mp 4
1: And you can always follow this show on our website, Radio, Radio Free PW, the one-stop shop for everything Radio Free Professional Wrestling and on behalf of Jake, David, and myself, and the current reign Defending undisputed Churchill Cup champion, Randy, we wish you a stunning rest of your week. And, Randy, make sure you mail that title to Chicago, because it's going to the winning city, buddy.
0: Will do, will do. And everybody, reach for the sky. Brother!
3: This is Sergeant Arms of Christina on behalf of
0: the guys. Thanks for listening to today's show please head over to Apple Podcast and leave a five-star rating and a review. Until next time, the liberation continues.